0: Not what you were expecting. Hmm? You're just a man, flesh and blood. Don't tell me I'm a disappointment.
1: And here we go. It's the coming. The become book bullies with Nerdist New Bully and me host Leroy aka Mean Willy Wonka Green Uh, with my co-hosts
2: yeah this is Eli aka Slowpoke Rodriguez
1: there we go <laughs> I meant to say Mean Willy Wonka Green on the scene but that's too much of a tongue twister anyway so <laughs> yeah we're back with another episode like I said we got a full load for you today nice thick girthy creamy no no? Okay, never mind. Thick, but, yes. Thick, yes. <laughs> there Rich. we go.
2: Rich and Rich. thick. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, we, we got to start off with the sad news because I hate what we have to do it, but we got to do it. So we do want to say, uh, rest in peace to Biz Marquee. Like I said, this is a legend. Biz Marquee is a legend. Now, I know a lot of people that are listening to this podcast and probably not up on rap like they used to be. Probably don't know who he is, or you probably heard the name and don't really know what he brought to the table. You just heard this name. You probably heard uh, this, this little gimmick, you know, where he's dressed up like Amadeus, because that was the movie at the time, and he was just like, I don't know what the hell's going on. But here's the thing about Biz Marquis. Biz Marquee is a pioneer. He is a trailblazer. Uh, one of the greatest uh, MCs of all time, one of the greatest beatboxes of all time. Pretty much made it famous. Eli, know that. Yes, you're a guy. However, my guy was Buffy from the Fat Boys. That's just me. That's me. Yeah. We're not gonna get well,
2: this. yeah. Well, same, same here. I mean. Buffy, yeah, Fat Boys, that, that's where I first heard beatboxing, but yes, Bismarcky was doing it before, like, he popularized, yeah. popularized it.
1: Say that five times, five. Yeah. <laughs> and there was other guys back then. Like I said, in the 80s, that was the thing. Beatboxing was the thing. Like, if you got a whole bunch of guys rapping, stuff like that, if you don't have a beat, you either beat on the table, or you start beatboxing. I tried to or- do it. I yeah. was pretty good. I was pretty good in the second grade. I nailed it. I was the best beatboxer in the second grade.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I couldn't come get me I, could, I, I, I couldn't rap. I couldn't break dance for shit, but I could beatbox. You
1: know. However, when I started spitting on the best rapper, like literally spitting on him because I was beatboxing and stuff like that, and he almost beat my ass. I quit doing it. You know, that I
2: put crazy. my, I did, I went, I put my hands. But well, see, my I head.
1: didn't think about that at the second grade. If I did it's that, insane. I probably would have got. Yeah. Me- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Your hands give it bass and shit.
1: <laughs> I didn't think about that. I'm, I was just free balling it just out there. Just, <laughs> just,
2: <laughs> 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 oh, man.
1: So, oh, yeah, but we're going to keep talking about Biz Marquis. Like I said, he had he had a bunch of classics. Like he had classics. Like we're talking about Make the Music With Your Mouth, Biz, which like I said, he was beatboxing on that. We got to talk about the Vapors we were talking about. And I think when Biz first started out, he was just a – a, a rapper he had bars he had rhymes he had lines stuff like that but he was just a rapper but he started becoming more you know what since i'm rapping like everybody else let me do something different and that's when we got to the point where he started you know uh making his own distinct sound you know that's what we had uh oh baby you you got what i need say he's yeah. just a friend just now a friend. here's the thing he like yeah. yeah but the thing is this song at the time was revolutionary because before Biz Marquee came around rap was just i'm hard i'm from the streets i'm tough looking my at the time chain. it was
2: yeah it was all about like gangster rap at the time that that, that shit dropped yeah. right
1: that shit dropped it was like oh you can have fun while rapping you can mm-hmm. sing while rapping you didn't sing if you sang while you rap you were corny that's that's be how
2: goofy because he was kind of goofy and funny. he was kind
1: of goofy back in the day yeah. which is actually yeah. what i want to bring up another point because People, because people don't even know the legacy that he left behind because that song got so popular. It was actually remixed around in the mid 2000s by you know, like an R&B teeny bopper. And it was popular with the ladies, but nobody knew where the song came from. <laughs> they were just singing his version of it, you know, like, oh, he's so sexy. You got to go back to Biz Marquis. It wasn't sexy when he did it. You know, <laughs> not only that, <laughs> he was a movie star because, and you know, I got to bring it up. Be like, it's my quota. Men in black, too. <laughs> he was he was one of the alien because the thing Will Smith is from that era, also. <laughs> so they actually had like similar style, you know. Fresh Prince came the same time, Biz Marquis, uh came around. So, yeah, that's the thing with Bismarcky. But here's the thing: everybody plays Bizmarque off like a comedy rapper, and oh, he's so goofy stuff like that. But you really gotta listen to the lyrics of just a friend. He's dropping knowledge, he's dropping nuggets, jewels in that song. Like, if you listen to the story and the lyrics of what he's saying in that song, it's some shit that's actually, like, like uh, you can carry on through life. Because basically what he's telling you is that if you see an attractive girl that doesn't have a boyfriend, that has a lot of male friends, that is a red flag. Pay attention just, to the signs.
2: Or just being, like, the nerdy outcast that ain't getting laid. You know? That, that's yeah, a, that, that too. <laughs> that's a, that what a lot
1: of his songs were about. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, Um, a
1: lot of his songs about, but he's rich and he's got fame because he was even doing stuff back then. So the thing is, that's what Biz Markey was trying to tell you. If you see it, it's red flag. Now, I'm not telling you that if you see that, what you should or shouldn't do, all I'm saying is if you see that, act accordingly. I'm not mm -hmm. giving relationship advice. That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, he Uh, remember
2: what was that um that movie about Roxanne Shantae on Netflix?
1: Was he he was in that? He was somebody. Somebody, like somebody like him played him. Played somebody him played it. Okay.
2: him in that movie. Like he was, yeah, because okay. he was from that air from that time. Um, uh, but he was on Yo Gabba Gabba. I don't know if anybody watched that show. My my daughter loved that that kids show Yo Gabba Gabba. Mm-hmm. I don't. You don't remember anybody? Remember he's also rap. Yeah.
1: That's that was one of his singles. Picking Boogers was one of his singles, yeah. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, he was on this that little kid's show, Yo Gabba Gabba. He had Biz's beat of the day where he would actually beat box and a beat box tutorial, if you will, for little kids. My daughter loved that show when she was tiny, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's thing, Biz Marquis was just popular with kids, he was acting stuff like that. Like I said, he was a different type of rapper, he wasn't hard, he didn't have sex appeal like Big Daddy Kane or Ilia Cool J, he was kind of chubby. You and know, he was
2: always featured on so many other people's albums. You know, he'd be on, he'd guest on this track and that track, and it was. There were always the funner tracks too, right?
1: Because he always brought like a certain energy that back in yeah. the eighties, no other rapper was doing. You know, yeah. so he had a different type of uh, energy to him, and that's. <laughs> hey, that's like I said, the stuff that Bismarck is doing now, a lot of rappers are doing that, and don't know where it came from.
2: Yeah, just the stupid dig. Yeah. Get on the mic if you know you eat Jello or whatever. <laughs>
1: And 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 that's another thing I want to say, Eli. There were so many rappers that are repeating the stuff that he said. Don't know that he said it. Can you feel it? Nothing can save you because this is the time of the season of the vapor. <laughs> like I've heard rappers say, like hardcore rappers say that, and don't know where it came from. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah. Just want to say rest in peace to. Roz-
2: was that Rozell the guy he used to be with? Uh, he used to be with the Roots. Now Rozell, and he was he had he released an album. Make the music with your mouth.
1: I've heard some remixes of that also, like yeah. uh, like the like uh, another song about oral sex. Make music with your mouth, bitch. But yeah. <laughs> that's another rap that it did. That. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like he he's like a trailblazer. He's a pioneer, and like, but it's been so long ago, people don't know where the stuff came from. That's all. So yeah, uh, yeah. Let me say we move on to the next part of podcast. But yeah, re- rest in peace to Biz.
2: Yeah, good journey, sir.
1: Okay. All right. So Eli, we just got blocked on Facebook, but that's okay. We're gonna keep going. That,
2: oh, I should share the link. Well, while you talk about that, I'll share. I'll share the link.
1: Go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, oh man, I shouldn't have did that. Yeah, I think I think we just got blocked, but that's okay. All right. So, what we have here is the box office. We're gonna start off with the box office. We're gonna go from there. And Eli, tell me what is the number one movie of the week?
2: I heard it's the uh, Looney Tunes or what's it called? Uh, Space Jam.
1: It is space jam let me see if i can get to it real quick space jam um space jam actually took down an avenger took down black widow (laughs) yeah uh so yeah so it was at 31 million like i said it's an estimate not we know exactly what we know uh black widow did 26 million and here's the thing eli this is the biggest drop off of any marvel movie in the second week damn yeah, so that's not bad. So this is uh what they were saying that the Black Widow movie did in this first week versus the second week. So yeah, kind of messed <laughs> up. <but laughs> yeah. So yeah, Womp, 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 Crying Jordan, Facebook, if you want to go from there. But like I said, so it is the number one movie. I just want to briefly talk about it also so we can just jump into it. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Um, Because you said you didn't see it, right, Eli? I
2: didn't see it. I tried to okay. throw it on for my my daughter, but she didn't give a shit.
1: She's okay, let me ask bad. you: this, Did yeah. did your daughter see the first Space Jam? No. Okay, <laughs> that's the thing. You kind of got to see the first one to get nostalgia for this one, but that's no big deal. But I'm gonna just jump into it and just basically give my review of what I thought of Space Jam, also why you shouldn't give a shit about my review of Space Jam. I'm gonna give you both in the same time, uh, mainly because no matter what I say, no matter what anybody says about this movie, is that Any adult motherfucker trash in this movie or praise the movie, who cares? This is a kid's movie at the end of the day. So it doesn't matter what uh Roger Ebert, well, he's dead, uh Richard Roper says, or Chris Stuckman or anybody says like that. Yeah, they can hate this movie all they want to, but all that matters as long as a 10 year old or eight year old enjoyed the movie and laughing ass up at the movie, that's what it matters.
2: So So it's basically Star Wars, right? (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's basically star wars i mean like i said it's made for a specific demographic now people are saying that just because it's a kids movie doesn't mean you can't enjoy kids movie and i get that i look i'm not saying that space jam is toy story i'm not saying it's into the spider-verse you know like cartoons or incredible like that you know like cartoons that or lion king that transcend a genre this isn't that this is some goofy looney tune shit the plot is barely held together it's just weird shit just happening for no reason whatsoever. But that's the shit the type of shit kids like. I remember that a, a lot of reviewers saying that it's too many bright colors. Like I said, <laughs> it's the <for> kids. <laughs> that's the shit kids like because it gets their attention. They see. Well, they right- must not
2: be fans of Teletubbies
1: then. <laughs> they probably they probably don't have too many platholes holes in Teletubbies. We don't want to hear that shit, man. <laughs> turn your critic brain off like when i say turn your brain off to movies like this space jam is the movie to turn your brain off and here's the funny thing about it eli like for some reason these same critics are comparing space jam this space jam to the old space jam like that like the first space jam in 1996 was a a classic you know like like it was gone with the wind of casablanca
2: was it was it a classic though
1: according to them the people that are bashing this movie like like
2: like remember when the new ninja turtles dropped and everyone shit all over it and like that sucks uh the like the old ones were these great masterpieces even though they right. had like vanilla ice <laughs> vanilla ice was in that shit like
1: <laughs> right <laughs> and they were dancing the vanilla ice like no man that's not yeah. <laughs> go ninja go ninja go no so that it's kind of like that like people really have the nostalgia glasses on for this movie when they really shouldn't because the same uh critiques that people are making about this movie like one it's too commercialized it's just a two-hour commercial uh the main actor is a really athlete and he can't act worth shit there's barely a plot hanging this all together guess what eli those were the same criticisms of the first movie so the first they're saying this movie is too much of a commercial the first space jam was born from a commercial it was literally a commercial they decided to spin into a movie It was just there for Michael Jordan to sell shoes, and that's all this is. This movie is kind of like more, even more commercialized. Yes, it actually is trying to sell you on Warner Brothers. It's trying to sell you on HBO Max. I was trying to sell you because the plot of the movie is that LeBron James' son gets kidnapped by Don Cheadle. Don't ask questions. That's what happened. And he has to go to Warner Brothers. Don
2: Cheadle's in this?
1: Don Cheadle's the bad guy, this movie, like the main bad guy. Oh,
2: no shit. I just watched that uh, that other movie on HBO Max this weekend. It's on. one sudden, no, no, no sudden move. Don Cheeto was in that.
1: Yeah, I heard he's really good in that. Yeah,
2: it. Yeah, it's good. It was a good flick. Yeah. You know, yeah. It
1: it's crime.
2: So. It wasn't a comic book movie, unless it's like, unless I say Ed Brubaker wrote it. It's a crime noir. Don Cheadle's like a gangster and shit, and his robbery. And I mean, that's right on. up his alley. I mean, that yeah, crime noir so. is right up
1: Brubaker's alley. So yeah, yeah
2: so yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it, it's it's something like yeah, I, yeah. If you like Ed Brubaker, then comic fans might like this. You
1: know. Yeah. So. But that's the thing about this movie because since LeBron can't act, Don Cheadle kind of you know, like carries the load for this movie because you expect him to. Because so he's overacting, he's hamming up, chewing up scenery, and you expect it. I mean, Don Cheadle brings it, Don Cheadle carries the movie. And he's, he, was, he was on a green screen. What did he expect? <laughs> I mean, but that's true. But a lot of time with green screen act, a lot of actors say they can't really bring that because there's nothing there. So they have a hard time to reacting to stuff. Meanwhile, Don Cheadle was like, over the top he was just over the top but it was awesome the shit he was doing i mean it was just funny uh other stuff that was going on this movie uh let me see if i can get to it like it was little easter eggs and knives because like i said you know how you watch marvel movies and dc movies like they have these easter eggs you see well this movie has like lebron isms <laughs> you know like you see this little scene when lola bunny bunny was throwing him an alley oop at the end of the game this is actually a nod to back when you know when he played oh the man, nods
2: he, i thought you meant nods the rapper. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, <laughs> not, <nah. laughs> no, not, 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 not N.O.D. Yeah. But it's <laughs> less like that. So so that's the thing that was going on with that. So I thought that was and it's, it's all through the movie. Like I said, I'm not going to post every single one. That's all through the movie. However, Eli, there was one cringeworthy moment that happened in the movie. And I got to show it to you. It's this scene, the notorious P.I.G. This oh. scene right here. I was just like, oh, no, why are you doing that? I was like Ugh, the whole time we're watching that. However was he a
2: pig I, pig Papa or something
1: <laughs> that's a notorious PiG that's what Port-P-P-A was there was a name in there <laughs> however, I came around to it because somebody on on the internet because that's what the internet does took it and they put the eight mile freestyle from Eminem over that and I was like well, that shit pretty funny you know <laughs> so so that's what's going on with that movie so like I said there's a lot of East days going on to it
2: well at least the Looney Tunes weren't racist in this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> oh, Speedy oh. Gonz- yeah, Speedy Gonzalez is in this. Okay, I thought for sure Speedy Gonzalez was gonna get canceled. He was gonna be not in this, but yeah, he was. He was there. So i was like, okay. So, <laughs> even what about though about
2: Q- What about slowpoke? Slowpoke Rocky.
1: I don't know slowpoke. I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't make it that far in it. Oh, uh, but yeah. Oh, there's some other scene. Like I said, they all drop into Warner Brothers movies, like a uh, Wild Coyote and Road Runners and Mad Max Fury Road. That that shit was funny <laughs> when they show oh. up, and he's dressed like you know, uh, like what a lovely day. He's dressed like that. Oh,
2: you know, the, the War Boys or whatever. The War Boy,
1: whatever they call. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. What uh,
2: whatever. That yeah. sounds clever.
1: Yeah. So like I said, it's it's jokes in there back and forth it's there it's looney tunes the whole point is the looney tunes to be loony it's not to have a deep story or to you know be a tear jerk or anything like that just to be wacky and stupid as fucking that's it and for the most part that's what it was so i think as a kid i'm thinking like if i was a 10 year old and i saw this would i like this i think i would i think 30 years from now do you think the 10-
2: see- do you think the 10 year olds would give a shit about the looney tunes though
1: I don't know. I don't know what ten years in because I'm saying, like when we were younger, Looney Tunes was the shit. You know, yeah. Looney Tunes was everywhere. Now you don't really see Looney Tunes anymore. So I don't know if Looney Tunes branding is in there. I don't know if this they was making this movie to kind of get Looney Tunes back into the you know the, the the general population of people's you know memory. I don't know. I don't know what Warner Brothers was kind of do, but I know when we were younger, Looney Tunes was everywhere. Now maybe they will. Maybe they watch this and give a shit about Looney Tunes. You know, so. I don't know. Some people are taking the movie a little bit too seriously because I've even seen people post stats about Jordan, how Jordan performed in the in the basketball game, in his game versus LeBron James. Jordan had, fi- yeah, Jordan was twenty-two <laughs> of twenty-two with no assists. LeBron was four or five, so he missed a point, had a turnover. So, so they using this as comparing it. this is why Jordan is better because he performed better in this game than than LeBron did because LeBron Bugs Bunny kind of carried him in this movie. Like in, in the basketball game, I'm not gonna spoil it, but <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> so, overall, Eli, I have for everybody is trashed this movie just because it's just fun to just trash everything nowadays. It's a kid's movie, it's not trying to be Lion King, you're not going to become a better person coming out of this movie. It's stupid. Shit. I have fun with it overall 3.5 out of 5. That's what I give it. So, cool. that's me. Uh, can I do one more review? A quick one, go ahead, real quick, one. okay, okay this is uh on the soundtrack because that's the thing because they also put the soundtrack on there and one thing about the soundtrack is that on these uh like this first space jam the first soundtrack was a classic you know it had all these uh more artists on there like you know the tootsie roll guys they did the come on everybody yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah i God think i fucked the song up but whatever yeah, but anyway the, the song the shit. song was everywhere now here's the thing eli so i'm listening to this album and um, I don't know, Eli. I think my ears are starting to get old and shit because they got a whole bunch of new artists on there. Just like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> like because you know there's a whole bunch of like, like women rappers out there right now. So like, one named Saweetie or something like that. I didn't know she was a rapper. I just know I follow her on TikTok. She just do a whole, t- a whole bunch of twerk videos. So it's like she's a rapper. So I listen to the song, and sometimes no, she's not much of one. No, just twerk video rapping
2: about thought shit
1: yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> hot girl summer all that shit like yeah. that ah, ah, yeah. Ah, ah, yeah yeah pretty much that i'm like what, what am i listening to now There was a few songs that caught my attention like the weird one with kirk frank and a little baby that's a weird combination like a half hardcore gangster rap slash gospel song but it works so i don't know uh but there is one thing that this album is missing eli R. Kelly. Oh, shit. <laughs> I know he's canceled, but he's missing from this album. Because I mean, the first album, R. Kelly had the best song on it. But, you know, we're, nobody wants, we're not allowed to admit that. We could get canceled just by saying that R. Kelly had the best song. Ooh,
2: get the booty song. Booty. Bo- booty, booty. booty.
1: <laughs> really, fuck, I don't know what inspired him to write that song, because I'm almost scared to ask, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> i'll probably get a lawsuit just even bringing that up but yeah that's all i got so soundtrack now like i said now compared to both of them honestly eli i like this movie with lebron james better than i like the first movie that's me by a slight edge by a slight edge i think the message was better uh more weight more crazy shit justice League show up lebron tried to, when he goes to Toon world and then he has to play basketball game he tried to recruit justice league <laughs> he like okay superman give me king kong you Know give me Aquaman, <laughs> but Bugs Bunny, like, nah, like so Bug Bunny, like, screws him over and ended up getting the tune where, but he tried to get the Just League first when he got to get a King Call, also, like that. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's what's going on with that, so yeah, that's all I got. So I'm gonna let you take over there. So, oh, you got, got? you watched the movie. I'm going oh, go yeah, 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 I watched, yes, <laughs> I don't like I'm surprising you on your own top topic, so yeah, <laughs>
2: I watched uh, Fear Street Part Three, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Netflix, they had the, the R.L. Stein Fear Street series. Um, I guess they were books. He um, had Goosebumps, which was for little kids. Fear Street, which was for young adults, teenagers and shit. Went a little harder than the Goosebumps. I, I've been digging the movies, and I said, fuck it. On Kindle, there was a sale. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to read a Fear Street book. And I did, just to see what the hubbub was about. And yeah, it was cute, fluffy you know, teeny bopper, soap opera, horror shit for kids, you know. Um, but that, but the Netflix show, though, it goes way harder than teeny bopper shit.
1: It's okay, like, so, so, rate, so the books weren't like R-rated or anything like that? Or? Yeah,
2: I mean, there's people, like people die read the one about cheerleaders and they're like dying and shit. And, and yeah, the, it goes into the mythology of Sarah Fear and all that shit, possessing and the town curse and stuff. Um, these movies aren't based on, I guess, aren't based on any one story. It's just sort of, you know, inspired by the series, so it's it takes place in that town of Shady Side. It references Sarah Fear, the town curse, and all that. Um, so yeah. So, so
1: Sarah Fear is the name of the monster or boogeyman. Yeah,
2: or is the is the name of the of the witch in the in the in the story. Um, and uh, so Netflix released a trilogy. They've been going on every these past three weeks. It started out with you know part one was took place in 1994. Then we did a flashback of 1978, and then part three we went back to the source where this curse started, 1666, um, and yeah, and they, they're just basically homages to the horror genre, particularly the slasher genre. Um, really diving into the tropes of uh, of of slasher films, you know making nods and meta references, horror fans will totally pick up on, but then also subverting our expectations. And that's what I liked about it is it went in places that I didn't expect. It basically threw, threw you the scenario that you're familiar with, but then t- flopped it on its head. Um, and, and I had a good time. And and uh, this last one wrapped it all up. And I got to say, it stuck to landing. They, 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 they really ended us off well. Um, we got to the source of the curse basically what's been going on is the town has been cursed by this witch named Sarah fear. Um, she put a curse on this town and basically possesses people to commit mass murderers or mass murder sprees every 12 years or so throughout the town. Um, and, uh, in 1994, these a group of kids uncover the curse and basically figure out a way to stop it. Um, and in the, the part three, we go back to the source. Now it turns out, I'm spoiling it now. So spoilers if you haven't seen this. It turns out that Seraphir was not a witch and was not did not put the curse on the town. It turned out the sheriff put a curse on. He was in league with the devil and doing devil shit, and he put the curse. And oh, okay. so it is like to consume,
1: okay
2: yeah, so to consume wealth and his family. Uh yes, yes. <laughs> Spoilers, it's been over 24 <laughs> hours, so hey. <laughs> um yeah. Chief Queef, what up? Yeah, Sarah wasn't a yeah. witch. Um, and you can kind of tell that's what was going on. So basically that that's what happened. The first half of the movie takes place back in the Quaker days, like the you know, period pilgrims and shit like that, the old timey. You know, uh, era of uh, yeah, the 1600s, you know, there's like a satanic panic in the town, this little village, and you know, which shit, witchy shit's going on. They, they're and they basically, you know, um, accuse this woman, Sarah, of being a witch and they try to persecute her and all that stuff. But it turns out she was framed by the sheriff, he was the one who put the curse on the town, and that's what, um, that's what basically has come to light, and then the last half of the movie, we go back to 1994. So we revisit the characters from the first part. And then they basically end the curse. They have, we got the big, huge. So what happens is every so often, every 10 years or whatever, the, uh, the, 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 you know, demons like basically possess these people and they become slashers. And then at the end of this movie, a bunch of slashers basically rise from the grave and they attack. So it's like Night of the Living Slashers. That's what I've been wanting the whole time. So all the slashers kind of come, you know, and there's like a battle inside them all. And I was just loving it. <laughs> so, nice. okay. so um, yeah, it, you know the character. You know, I really got into the characters. Um, I really, you know, as a horror fan, I really got into the whole, uh, you know, the references and and even though you can kind of say uh, the little boy with the bat was yeah, that little kid he was pretty cool. It was yeah, all those the one the milkman. There was a milkman slasher from the fifties who went insane and killed a bunch of housewives, and he was called the milkman, but he looked like Slappy. Now I don't know if uh, anybody remembers. I read these to my kid when he was little. The Goosebumps. There was that Slappy, that doll. It was kind of like a ventriloquist doll that came to life, kind of like a Chucky, you know.
1: Is it just from the uh, from,
2: from Goosebumps? That? But anyways, that slasher guy, the milkman, kind of looked like the slappy doll. So that I don't know. That's what I saw. I don't know if anybody else caught uh, caught that. But uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I had a good time with it. I, I I love I I you know, I think we got a new classic slasher series here. You know, and it goes into, I like that it goes into and gives you a reason why slashers can't be killed. You know how Michael Myers. Keeps coming back. Jason Voorhees keeps coming back. Freddy Krueger, Chucky. You know, all these slashers are driven by a supernatural force. Mm-hmm. This movie kind of sheds light, kind of gives you that, you know, gives it a little origin. I thought I thought that was kind of cool, you know. So yeah, I loved it. I loved all three movies. Um, and this really stuck the landing. And yeah, I had a good time. So yeah, four out of five.
1: Cool. Okay. So we're gonna keep that going. Uh what do we got? Trying to send this. That's what I was trying to do, okay. So, what do we got next on topic? What do we got next on deck? Oh, you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it <laughs> before we jump into it. Let's go ahead and just talk about Loki. We're just gonna talk about oh, Loki because okay. we never actually talked about it. So, we have to get a chance here. Gay is weird. coming, YouTube. Uh, yeah, gay, yeah. We, got, we got blocked. We got blocked. I don't know what I did, I did something, but yes, yeah,
2: and, and I remember, um earlier today i was trying to i was clicking on the link for gomos podcast on facebook and it kept saying link not available so then i went to youtube so maybe that's happening now maybe they're you facebook is blocking
1: streams that, now or something that sucks i don't know what's going on because i didn't yeah. do anything normally what i normally do but i know we're good on twitch no we're good on youtube i just pulled it up but anyway yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know we're, we're gonna power on we're gonna power through and just see what we got here so Eli, let's talk about the big reveal. Let's talk about Loki. Because you never had a chance to talk about Loki. So before we get into it, say what you want to say about Loki, the TV
2: show. (laughs) You're putting me on the spot. Um, I I thought the show was just okay. I really wasn't into it that much. Not as much as like, you know, WandaVision or- Blasphemer?
1: You say that about
2: Marvel? I I know. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm a hater. I'm one of them pretentious haters that can't stand- shit and be that edgy guy i'm one of those guys yeah no <laughs> no i just wasn't into it i wasn't into um i felt like there was like no point to the show other than setting up shit setting up more important shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. um I, I i was like if you're gonna give me a time travel show why not make it i said that first episode why isn't this about Kang? why isn't this about dr doom you know mm-hmm. why isn't it about a time travel? character instead of just throwing loki in this if you if you want like a character study on loki where we're trying to find out why he doesn't want to be lonely or whatever the fuck they were going with Mm -hmm. you know we could have did some asgardian shit bring back his family you know you know you know i'm saying like 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 the black widow movie we went and saw her family and found out why she's the way she is you know this i just felt like it was kind of just the greatest hits we're just showing a bunch of you know Easter eggs and you know the flashy shit to make us nerds go, "Ooh, I know what that is! It's that, and that, and it's this and that." And I-, I
1: mean, but that's the lifeblood of Marvel to begin with. Yeah, yeah. and
2: I, <laughs> you know, it, and at least, but I just felt it didn't. It was there was no purpose to it other than we're just going to set up Kang. Um, and I guess the Kang for me, the reveal. We want to talk about the reveal.
1: Yeah, my Marvel already spoiled it. Yeah, it's okay. On, it's on so right. the
2: Kang, so the Kang reveal, I thought was a little lackluster. You know, I what? thought that. The, Okay. I thought it was a little lack of, for me. Because I'm like, oh, now it's Kang. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the last was, episode, right. <laughs> the last
2: episode. Oh, now it's Kang. Like, Loki don't even know who the fuck he is. Why he at that point in the story, Loki, he posed really no threat to Loki other than I'm gonna tell you why I'm a bad guy or whatever. And for all Loki knows, for all I was sitting there thinking, is he is he really? Kang or is this another variant is this another well, this ain't, Loki he, he, wasn't, what I,
1: he wasn't Kang right he wasn't Kang
2: yeah I was like is he really this or because, or it could be another Loki again and blah 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 because you know they we just saw you know Taskmaster get fucked up last week so I'm like are they fucking up Kang now so I don't know right. I was just like it was I you know I, I appreciated like I've been waiting for Kang I, I, I'm, I, I always thought Kang was a cool character I've been waiting for him to show up or a, a big Marvel villain mm-hmm. like Kang a Kang size
0: Marvel right. villain to
2: show up, and I just felt like, oh, here's Kang, and it's just kind of, kind of anticlimactic, you know, in a way. Well, that's you
1: know? that's the thing because it technically it wasn't Kang, but they it wasn't like a, a screw you moment like they did with Black Widow on Taskmaster. Uh, Taskmaster. This was Immortus. So that's oh. why I was saying in a video I did, yeah, you know. So Mortis was like the the last old man version of Kane that's good and don't give a shit anymore. That's what, Well, matter of fact, if you look the way he was dressed, he was pretty much dressed just like he Mortis was. So that was pretty cool. Uh, he's basically saying if you kill me, Kane will come. And I just love the conversation because think about it: the most of the 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 episode was not a big fight scene, not a big boom, bam, so like that. Because that's what the last episode was. With classic Loki, you know, rebuilding Asgard and smoke monster stuff like that. This was just almost like, you know, a dinner with Andre, you know, like a, a stage play. <laughs> you know, yeah, like he kind
2: of just like I'm, um, I'm, um, kind of like, almost like the Wizard of Oz in a way, you know, like I'm, 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 I'm behind all this shit. Then
1: actually, you know. yeah, it, it was Wizard of Oz because they kept making reference to the man behind the curtain. But actually, he was Willy Wonka. That's what he was. If you think about okay. it, the same way yeah. he was dressed. The mannerisms, the way he was just acting and screwing around like that. Well, but I mean, he, but
2: Willy, Willy Wonka was along for the ride the whole movie. I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like not
1: he, really, he was, no, no, not really, because Willy Wonka didn't even appear until like the last, the last act of the movie.
2: No, he was with them the whole time. No, no, he wasn't. Yeah, no. Yeah, he took. Remember, remember, he took him down the boat and the, the tunnel and shit. And
1: I mean, yeah, he was know. with them at the end, but during the journey for them to get there. Gene Hackman, not Gene Hackman, Gene Wilder wasn't there. He, done, well, he, well, he doesn't
2: show up the until they get to the factory. I'm just saying he Exactly, was kinda, he doesn't yeah.
1: show up till he get to the factory. Exactly. I don't hate it, but I prefer my cane like the one on Avengers. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't Kane, Gag. That's what I'm saying. You're going to get that. <laughs> that's coming.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's oh. another thing. It's like, do I got to wait 10 years to see Kane kick some ass like we did with <laughs> that?
1: <laughs> oh, like I said, they're sitting up, they're showing you, like, that's what I'm saying, because since more beers are coming – uh they're basically telling jonathan majors that every time you see a different variant of Kane, he's gonna have a different personality that's basically what they're saying so you're gonna see him ruthless you're gonna see him goofy you're probably gonna see him nice you're probably gonna see him whatever the fuck he's got they got plenty of stuff the uh, stuff they can do with Kane, you know so but the thing is eli just the fact that they race change Kane, it 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 brings up a lot of questions
2: i get yeah he's he's yeah he is white i guess yeah
1: yeah he's white but then common. he, but not,
2: then he went, also became a pharaoh so
1: that brings up questions also like i said lots of questions <laughs> that is true you know oh uh, the way acted, I thought uh McKnight off the flash I, I don't know who that is is that the goofy black dude on there I, i'm pretty sure it's the goofy black dude on there so cw has a goofy black dude on every show so yeah so it gotta be him so um uh, yeah, what, I will admit,
2: I, I, I was like, "Oh, is this Kang? Really? This is I, I got I I i okay. Now I give a shit when it, when when that was revealed." Um, I was excited I, that I, they
1: did it. You know, they didn't pull a Mephisto on us this time. They actually gave yeah, us, yeah, Kang. You know, they, they they dropped breadcrumbs the whole time, and they actually because
2: when I remember when I first said that, when first episode, I was like, "Oh, I, I, it would be cool if the variant, if the you know the variant they're looking for is Kang." If, is this motherfucker going around fucking up everything? I called that in episode one, and I was hoping Kang would be here, but then he didn't, and then all that other shit happened. You know, Frog Thor and Alligator Thor and whatever. <laughs> all this other flashy, foofy shit, and all the nerds went, "Ooh, and, you know, <laughs> Yeah, all
0: this, all this shit,
2: I know what that is. Ooh, best show ever, and you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, and then, and then at the end, I was like, "Okay, here's Kang." I'm like, but that that's it. That's all the king we got. Now we gotta wait for fucking Ant-Man to see more of them.
1: Shit. And it may be King, may not be King, you know, we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, but that's the reason I'm saying because it brings a question about, yeah, he was a pharaoh in the comics and all stuff like that. But like I said, he's also like the great, 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 great grandson of Reed Richards, you know. So are they going to? Oh, that's right. And
2: it was the Council of Kings. Wasn't there a Council the, of can, Kings?
1: There's Council oh, King. So everybody yeah. knows about the, the Council of, of, what was it on the Flash? Reeds. No, the Council of Reeds. And then you have uh, Ricky Morty, the Council of Ricks. Yeah. And then on Flash, you have the Council of Wales, where Kang did it first. Kang did it first, like way back in the 80s, the Council of Kings. It was a thing where they all the Kangs meet together and they hash it out and talk stuff like that. Even briefly talk about it in, in the TV show. So I want to see that. Give me Council of Cain. Give me an episode with Jonathan Majors, just, just hundreds of them, just talking to each other. You know, <laughs> <instead> of,
2: <laughs> or just yeah, just being a, just posing a. I guess this was a pretty cool threat. I guess I. Right, I but just, no, no, it, no. Yeah. But
1: that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say is that Immortus is not a threat. This is the cool version of Cain. Just
2: the chill the good, version. The good, the good, the good King, Goodish, yeah. <laughs> good about ish. as good as it gets. Yeah.
1: Like he yeah. said, we're all villains, but so this is about as good as Cain get. But he's already said if you get rid of me way worse ones are coming so yeah Kang is coming I
2: just remember yeah I'm just saying like as a fan as a cop like this goes back to when I was a kid like there was an issue I think of an Avengers issue or was a Fantastic Four issue that I had as a kid and it was like Kang back in the dinosaur times and I, like, loved that panel. And I, I, was always, I, was a, I was really into dinosaurs as a kid. When I first learned to read, I re- read everybody all about dinosaurs. Was a
1: dinosaur. yeah. Every, everybody was dinosaurs. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be a paleontologist, you know.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then there was that comic <laughs> with Kang where he was in dinosaur, like, back in the dinosaur times. And I thought it was the coolest shit. And <laughs> <laughs> like, when, when Secret Wars dropped, he was one of the first figures I bought. Those Marvel Secret Wars figures that yeah. dropped in the 80s. He was, oh, Kang, I want him. You
1: know, <laughs> riding right a the dinosaur.
2: So, yeah. So finally getting to see him all these years later. And I'm like, really? That's it.
1: Yeah. All, all I'm saying, he wasn't Kane. That's all I'm saying. Kane is coming. King well, is then coming. I,
2: well, then I even hate it even more now. <laughs> <laughs> I am that edgy guy, that pretentious fucking, you know, got to hate everything on shit now.
1: <laughs> Cliff's not here, so you got to feel the voice. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But, but, like I said, it brings up questions, so I don't know if they're going to make Reed Richards, you know, black or, you know, Franklin. Man, if they make Franklin <laughs> Oh, Ahmad Bass, did
2: you hear that shit? Ahmad Bass. Yeah, wants he wants to be like...
1: Reed Richards. That's not a – I get sick of these uh, news articles reporting such and such wants to play such and such. Yes, he wants a job. That's not news. <laughs> I want to be Reed Richards. Make a, or a news article about me. You know, do that. You know, that's not a thing.
2: But I mean, it's it. We had black Johnny Storm, so what's the difference? Eh?
1: And how'd that you work know. out for them?
2: He <laughs> <laughs> was so, the best part of that movie about a piece of shit. <laughs>
1: that's not saying much. Even he sucked in the movie. I'm not giving Michael B. Jordan a pass on that. Even he sucked, you know. Uh, but here's the thing because Kang is in control of the TVA and he's black, now you got all these memes popping up. <laughs> because technically. I saw yeah, because the TVA is technically a black owned business now, you know, any black CEO, Uh even this one, you know, I thought that was funny, you know, uh, oh, basically like good. TVA is like BET now, you know, Uh even they even made a, a reference. I even had some, I saw some long Facebook posts about basically the story is about how Sylvie is like the ultimate Karen who wants to complain to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> and so she goes all the way to the end of the earth. To find, and it's a black dude there. So yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's other think pieces going on back there. That's all I want to talk about that. So, yeah. So, Loki, I honestly, I feel the same way you do. I feel the same way you do. There was really, this wasn't a Loki story. This was a story that had Loki in it. That's the yeah. thing. So, it was yeah. Just like they yeah. Just had to find something to do with Loki because Tom Hiddleston is a thing. So, why not? So, yeah.
2: I mean, and he wasn't bad. It, you know, he, I mean, personally, I think Loki stole the movie and everything he was in. He stole the scene and every time he was on screen. And, and yeah I, I just felt at this juncture they kind of there was he his his purpose has been served his the, the purpose of his character has been served so this show was just kind of felt redundant in a way and that's Actually, what I, felt. It's just,
1: Eli, yeah. I I think that the the show did serve as a character study to loki and i think yeah. it did flesh him out more than what the movies did because yeah. here's the thing that it's a metaphor but loki had to learn to love himself.
2: And that's the thing. If we're going to do a yeah. character study, I think there was a better story. It could have been told better in a better way. Not this time travel sliders you know, Doctor Who shit that they were doing.
1: You know, like bring back. I think that's, how, you know. that's how he had to learn to love himself. Yeah. I mean, it's because the first episode he hated himself. He called himself a coward yeah. like that and Sylvie is like Sylvie is him. They're two yeah. parts of the same person.
2: Yeah, I, I get all that. I get he wanted to be not be alone in the, in, in the end. He didn't want to yeah. be alone in the end and that's and that's the point of the, the point of the show, the point of the character. I'm just saying, I, I wish it could have been told in a like. I wish it could have, it involved Thor and involved the family and all that stuff that made Loki who he was. And you know, um, like like the Black Panther or Black Widow movie, you know how we got to see her family and stuff. You know, I just you know, I, like I said, I would have much rather seen a, a time travel show with Kang or Doom. You know, so that's just me.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying you got some weird shenanigans with alligator Loki. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was cool. It was
2: yeah, and yeah, it was all yeah, it was fluff in the end, it was fluff, and yeah, I just wasn't as involved as like I was with
0: Falcon but and Eli.
1: And- we're one step closer to the X-Men. Isn't it all that matters? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it all we care about? You know. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's yeah. see. Honestly, after a while, I'll see if I sign him. Now I disagree uh, to disagree on that game. Now Owen Wilson, on the other hand shine everybody on the show it could have just been his show you want to do timey wimey time travel shit just give it to him just fuck it the mobius and mobius show
2: so, yeah whatever. owen wilson as as doom shit
1: right <laughs> wow <laughs> 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 i can see it all right eli you're up I'll, i'm gonna let you have this one so let's see i'm up you again go yep
0: oh
2: shit yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah okay um yeah so reservation dogs this is a new show on fx produced by Taiki Waititi, you know, huh. director of Thor or Ragnarok, um, Jojo Rabbit, um, What We Do in Shadows. Uh, and um, so he's created this show along with Sterling Harjo, who is a Native American comedian, part of the 1491 comedy group. Um, and uh, they. this is a show on FX about kids growing up on a reservation in Oklahoma. They're doing petty crime, thuggery type shit to get out of town, to get off the res. And it's supposed to be like a, a comedy drama. Um, and they dropped the trailer. You know, I think it looks cool. Um, we're seeing, you know, a who's who of Native actors. Um, Mike, little Mike and Funny Bone, Mike Bone, the little Native rappers. They were on America's Got Talent a few years ago um yeah they they're they're in the show it sounds like it looks like they got songs on the soundtrack too so i'm just excited i gotta say is for for native representation this these past couple years have been they they, we've been coming up a lot you know with blood quantum and you know rutherford falls you know we got you know molly denali that cartoon now and uh, you know trickster been, there's been a lot more native representation in the media and i'm all here for it and i was excited to see this and it comes on august it comes out in august on fx on hulu
1: that's so, right around the yeah. corner so okay yeah <laughs> okay so all right cool all right, one more thing you got to talk about probably some more stuff also but because you sent me this one i'm kind of curious exactly what this is oh. i didn't hear it first until i looked into it and i was like okay so what is this chucky I mean Can you so they're, elaborate?
2: <laughs> they're gonna make they're making a, a child's play Chucky TV series. Um they dropped a little teaser trailer and it looks pretty cool. They're going back to the source because the remake that came out a year or two ago, whenever the fuck that was, that was kind of mm-hmm. shitty. Um yeah, I
1: was like they just came out with one of these and they make it another one. Yeah, it was a
2: remake and like Mark Hamill did the voice, and instead of him being possessed by a by voodoo shit, it's he he was like a a, a, a like AI god he was like a terminator doll that went wacky and got reprogrammed and started hacking into became cyberdyne systems and started hacking into the internet and all this bullshit and you know uh yeah it, it sucked but this is going back to the source it looks like yeah we're just going back to the source of chucky of being a a little possessed doll that comes to life and murders people and that's all we need you know stick to the fucking formula you know quit right. trying to change shit up you know <laughs> give <laughs> us a murdering really doll sure do you know? right <laughs> Yeah. You know. so, so yeah, yeah. Don't did have you to watch the trailer? Interview. It was only like 30 seconds or whatever. It's like it's just a teaser commercial.
1: Um, uh I didn't.
2: No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it's is Chucky and that last movie you're talking about with the AI like another one? I mean, haven't they said all they need to say with Chucky? But yeah, I, I guess this guess it's gonna and be. hit different. or
2: miss. I mean, some of the sequels have been hit or miss. I thought the first two are great. Then the next few aren't as great. I was into Seed of Chucky and the Bride of Chucky, but then Cult of Chucky was out. And then there was another one, wasn't there? Uh Curse of Chucky or something? I can't Son
1: remember. Son of Chucky. Some
2: there's some, yeah, there's yeah. There's Seed of Chucky and they're hit or miss. They're all pretty campy in the end, but uh, you know, I still like the first two. The first two were the shit, you know, I, in my book, but are classics. But, hey. Uh, this looks pretty good. I, it looks pretty cool
1: cool cool okay all right so um, uh, oh this is also you oh damn <laughs> yeah <laughs> the eli show let me go smoke a cigarette
2: <laughs> i just throw yeah i was just finding shit so rob zombie is making a movie on the monsters um the monsters uh for those you you kids who aren't aware um it was an old show back in what the 60s before my time, but I I saw it on reruns. It was like- uh, we, we, all,
1: we all saw TV later. Yeah, yeah.
2: Her, Herman Munster and, and Lily Munster. They're a family of monsters living in suburbia. And it was wack, wackiness continues. You know, uh, um, Yeah, Eddie Munster, the little werewolf son. We had Grandpa, the Dracula. Herman Munster was a Frankenstein. Lily Munster was like a v- vampire. Um, they had a, was it Spot, the pet dragon thing under the stairs and shit? um oh i barely be, remember the
1: monsters yet. yeah yeah i remember uh, the adam's family but not the monsters too much yeah
2: yeah a- adam's family was similar um and the, the dragula their hot rods that they that they drove in and shit um it was a, a campy wacky tv comedy in the 60s um and rob zombie you know uh he is making a movie out of it um uh I'm not a huge fan of his movies. I'm still waiting for him. I know he's a huge horror nerd, but I'm mm-hmm. still waiting and I think he's I'm waiting for the day for him to make his horror masterpiece and he hasn't done it yet.
1: Um I mean, do you think he has one in him?
2: Yeah, I can see but the thing is he's uh, and what I feel about I I'm I'm, I'm on board for a, a Rob Zombie monsters movie. It's just I hope he doesn't try to turn him into Rednecks cuz that's what I keep every movie he's trying to turn You know, everything in the Texas Chainsaw. You know, that's what he did with Halloween. He remade Halloween. He turned Michael Myers into a redneck, a family of rednecks. You know, his dad was a dick. His mom was a stripper. And yeah, who gives a shit? You know, his devil's rejects and those, the the house of a thousand corpses. That was basically a family of rednecks. 31 was a family of rednecks. This is all he's, he's just trying to make, you know, hills have eyes, house, house, left, last house on the left. You know, Texas Chancellor. I mean, That's the kind of you, movie you he kind, wants to you're make. You're
1: kind of making the argument of why fanboys shouldn't make movies.
2: <laughs> he's just trying mean. to make the same one over and over. Yeah. Um, I hope he sticks to you know again stick to the formula and don't try to make the monsters into backwoods rednecks. That's all. <laughs> like they better not be living in a shack out in the woods. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know. So yeah. Um. I that we saw some of the uh the concept art and it looks pretty cool. But uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, I'm not a fan of his movies. I, I I, liked, I thought Devil's Rejects was cool, but then he ruined it by making a
1: part three. And so I made three of those. I remember two, but I don't remember three. But
2: yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses, then Devil's Rejects, and then he made three from Hell, where he brought. They all died in the second one, but then he brought them all back and fucked it all up. And yeah, so that's just me. I know there's a lot of horror fans that love Rob Zombie, love his music.
1: Um, and I'm just not, again, I'm not trying
2: to be one of those edgy, pretentious guys that hates shit.
1: <laughs> I'm saying like, cause you hate everything so far. <laughs>
2: uh, but I can tell he's a, he, he, he's very creative. He's got a very creative mind. I know he's a horror fan and I'm, I think he's got, I'm waiting. Like I said, I think he's got one masterpiece in there. They should just let him make a Texas Chainsaw movie. Cause that's what he wants to do. He's turning every movie into Texas Chainsaw. Let him remake the Texas Chainsaw. You
1: know. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you, and there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. So, all right. Now I'm back on deck. Let's go with this one. All right. So, back in the game section. We have been slacking off on the games section for a while, Eli. But this time, we have a doozy. Mm-hmm. Yo, we got a big one this time. So, the thing is, uh, Nintendo, well, we didn't do this last week because Wonder Woman or some other shit came out. Oh. Uh, they released a new system, which has an OLED screen, 7-inch, stuff like that. So it's going to be priced at $350. But guess what, Eli? Nobody gives a shit. Because the Nintendo Switch killer came out three days later. And this is oh, man, the Steam Deck. I might be fucking the name, up, but it's called the Steam Deck. So this thing is basically a portable PC in your hand. Whether Nintendo Switch new system is going to be 350, it's going to be 399. It can play any PC game that's on Steam. It's actually more powerful than the PS4, but slightly less powerful than the PS5. You can even, even though it has the Steam OS on it, you can actually download Xbox, you know, Xbox Live to it. So you can play Xbox games on it. Just play it, just boom, 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 and it look better than the regular Xbox will. Uh, like I said, PlayStation has some things going on where they're trying to move their PC games over to PC if they can. Do that too. I heard you can like hook,
2: you can also hook it up to your TV and then play it on your TV and shit.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, easily you can do that. You have Steam Link, with it like that. It's it's crazy. It's the stuff they're doing. It's it's now the thing is with Steam Days stepped into this you know in the ring before with these type of consoles like the Steam Box completely fell flat on its ass. So hopefully this does a little bit better. You know it doesn't run over, it doesn't overheat. It feels good because Steam is awesome at, at software. But their hardware they kind of suck i have one of their controllers it's over there right now i won't show it this week i'll show it next week and show you how terrible that shit looks but <laughs> yeah but that's what we got ha-
2: right it, well how, how's it feel though
1: terrible matter of fact hold on i'm about to show you i'm about to put you on eli boom there you go
2: <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen we are now presenting you with leroy and his shitty game controller <sighs>
1: you're going to do like a review of some shit like that. I was
2: doing... introducing you, man. I was giving you oh, I was, you I was, was doing like man, man, dude.
1: You were doing yeah, America got shit. Okay, <laughs> so this bullshit right here, this steam controller. And I know we need to get to the comic section, <laughs> but I got to show you this shit cuz I bought this shit for $5. It was on sale for steam for $5. And you're still mad. I'm still fucking man. Look at this bullshit, man. This is a bullshit-ass <laughs> controller. It's got these like flimsy-ass things on it. You can hear it. It's it feels like if I crack it on the table right now, it'll break. This shit is terrible. So, Steam, do better. I'm like Captain, uh, like Falcon on Winter Soldier. You got to do better, Steam. It does, it Don't does do this bullshit.
2: Look, yeah, it does kind of look like a hair dryer.
1: <laughs> this shit feels plastic as fuck, man. I bought this shit. I'm just like, no. <laughs> look, there's only one. Uh, dual dual stick. They don't even have another one over here. It's just like a <laughs> pad. It's what okay. the fuck is this Gordon Gartrell bullshit that Steam sold me? So yeah, Gordon <laughs> That's some old school shit. On this, her- you just
2: referenced know. Bill Cosby, motherfucker.
1: Oh, we, we're we canceling that. We're already canceled because this show's been banned on Facebook. You, so, no yeah. one
2: got that shit but me, I'm
1: sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I oh, get back to fighting Lee versus you. T- you can still fight me in Street Fighter Five. It's, it's uh, it's PC, PlayStation, all that stuff like that. So yeah, Gabe. Step up, we'll we'll stream it. Yeah, when you
2: when you rage quit and throw that across the room, that shit's gonna shatter like a motherfucker.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> it won't even break the TV, it'll break on the TV. <laughs> oh man, we can move on to the next part of the podcast. Yeah. All right. Like I said, this is comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books. And Eli, I'm gonna let you go first because you you got you always really? have more books than I do. Yeah,
2: uh, okay. I, do. I thought we were gonna do uh Spidey first.
1: But okay. Uh, I'll go first. Wait, you, you want to do Spidey? We can do Spidey.
2: Yeah, I thought you can go first. We're going to do Spidey. We, do, we both do Spidey.
1: <laughs> we both do Spidey. We're doing Spidey right now. Okay. All right. So we're going to jump into it. We're actually not doing Spider Man. We're doing a, I guess, a crossover or a mini series event called uh, Sinister Alex. War.
2: Yeah. Event. Yeah. It's an event.
1: It, it, it's an event. It's an event. So it's outside of the main continuity. Well, no, it's in the continuous story. I think this is Nick Spencer's like swan song, like his his grand opus. Like, this. what well, has got the.
2: The Mephisto shit. I figure it's tying into the whatever the Avengers shit that's happening.
1: Actually, it's not. It's not at all. Oh, this is understand. all. This is all Spider Man shit. I'll, I'll talk about it in a second what's going on. So let's get to it. The Sinister War. Let me see if I can get into it and pull this bad boy up and show you exactly what's going on with this thing because this is all tied into Spider Man. So actually, ties back to Spider Man and Mary Jane with some bullshit that happened with them. So yeah, so. This is Sinister War, and I think this is pretty much Nick Spencer wrapping up his run on Spider-Man. Thank God I'm ready for him to get rid of this shit because whatever the hell he's doing, I don't care. Uh, (laughs) but yeah, let's just jump into it. All right, so moving forward, uh, we go to Las Vegas and we see Dr. Strange talk to Mephisto because for people that have been keeping up with Marvel Comics the last two, three years, Mephisto runs Las Vegas because of course he would, you know, some, 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 and it's Sin city. So of course he would run Las Vegas. So Dr. Strange walked into it. I know what you did, devil. You know, he's like, what do you mean what I did? I, you know, I can't, I can't take anything from anybody. It has to be given to me willingly. You know, that's all it said right there. So we know what Mephisto's talking about. So let me just give a, a quick backstory of what's going on. So what Mephisto is talking about is one more day. Uh It's a story where basically <clears throat> uh Peter Parker sold his marriage to mephisto to save aunt may that's why mary jane and peter parker aren't married anymore and they don't even remember being married because they sold them mar- so everything that happened while they happen while they're married deleted retcon, out of there like i said marvel doesn't do hard reboots they do soft reboots
2: i did so, not know that
1: that is a thing it is uh, people have categories that is the worst spider-man story ever told and since then it was actually mandated that peter parker and spy and mary Jane actually have to be separated they didn't get back together until this Nick Spencer story, where they even started being in a relationship. You know, so moving forward, go back to what we're talking about. Okay, so Mephisto and Doctor Strange are having a bargain right now, and that's when we get to the Sinister War. And Mary Jane Jane is working at Red Carpet. For those that don't read the comics and only knows the MCU or whatever that shit Spider Man, uh, Sony did with Spider Man, Mary Jane in the comics is a supermodel and an actress, a very famous one.
2: And why so she? <laughs>
1: and white right? <laughs> with red hair uh so she's working the red carpet peter parker is her plus one she's there uh in her movie and and that's when he gets stopped by what's the guy's name uh chase M- M- mcknight Ch- uh, cage mcknight cage mcknight is is mary jane's producer director damn mary jane look good i know i shouldn't be listening to the cartoon character but you know what eli <laughs> you know how we used to always talk about like x-men and shit like that like that was their plot the Spider-Man books, like, the way Todd McFarlane used to draw Mary Jane, I was like, shit. Anyway. <laughs> sidebar. What were we talking about? Okay. So, anyway, Cage McKnight uh, brings Mary Jane <laughs> into the thing, you know. And while Peter Parker, you know, walking him go in, he's like, tonight I'm going to do it. I'm going to pop the question. He's got the uh, the wedding ring in his hand. He was like, I was going to do it earlier, but always some super villain pops up and stops me from doing what I was going to do. So, tonight – after the because they had a movie premiere, she like when the movie premiere is over and the lights turn back on i'm gonna be on bended knee and i'm gonna ask her hand you know and marriage after the scene that's what go but while they are doing all that that's when you got the the savage six you know ready to put in work now i know some of these guys king cobra is a captain america villain i don't even know that uh that dinosaur dude back there but doesn't matter we're gonna move ahead. <laughs> yeah so I know
2: tarantula scorpion rhino vulture
1: yeah, you know, the, the old King class. Like, yeah, but, who is
2: that? But, but Ooh, those, yeah. those guys, who is those guys
1: are kind of like the, uh, they're kind of like a Is that list. the they're lizard? Not... I think so. Anyway, yeah. Like so you new got version of it.
2: the lizard? Because then they separate the lizard from Kirk Conn. Oh, is that? that?
1: yeah, they did do that. So that's yeah. what that is. Okay. So I'm thinking it's like some the villain from the 90s I didn't know. So that makes more sense. Okay. So, yeah, so the movie trailer is about, the movie premiere is about to start. And spider senses go off. And you know what that means? Boom, the Savage Six goes goes crazy. So, yeah, I guess, the, I guess that is the lizard, I guess. But anyway, Vulture is here to kill Cage McKnight. He's like, I'm coming to get you. You screwed us over. And you know what? Because of that, and they just start blasting people, stuff like that, while everybody's running. Peter Parker, you know, goes into the back room while Mary Jane is helping people. And she is about to get attacked by Tarantula, you know. I always kind of like Tarantula, but he's definitely like a lower tier Spider Man villain, you know. He, and apparently, Mary Jane kicked his ass before the way she's talking. She's like, You don't want to go at me again, Tarantula. And then while it's going on, Spider Man shows up, boom, kicks Tarantula's ass, you know, talks shit to him. But then Scorpion comes out of nowhere, tags him. Rhino comes out of nowhere and hits uh, Spider Man again. So he's just getting his ass kicked. And then um, they're all holding. Spider Man back while Vulture's about to kill Mary Jane, and that's when Cage McKnight reveals himself to be Mephisto. I- I'm sorry, Mysterio. <laughs> I'm getting these guys confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was like, What the hell are you doing here? He like, Vulture, like Vulture, basically saying, Mysterio, you screwed me over. You know, you're going to do this. And they they fight, and while they're fighting, uh, Dr. Octopus shows up. He wasn't even in the fight, but he shows up all of a sudden, and he shows up with the Sinister Six. Oh, there's, there's Lizard. Oh, who's, who the fuck who's is the dinosaur that dinosaur guy? I don't know who the dinosaur guy. Is. We'll we'll wiki him later on, cool. anyway. Uh, but go ahead. but you got yeah, but you got the real Sinister Six here, not the the C tier team they had before, you know. So they're going at it, and Spider Man's just like the fuck. So you got the Sinister Six <clears throat> fighting the Savage Six. So it's like a a super villain civil war, you know. Uh, so while they're doing all this fighting and stuff like that, uh, oh
2: Stegron, the dinosaur man.
1: Yeah, he's lame. Okay, uh, so we go we go to first appearance nineteen
2: seventy four. Damn, so he what? A,
1: 19, <laughs> yeah. what the hell, I've never heard of that before. Never me heard though.
2: I never knew. I never. heard They of digging in either.
1: the crates with this one. So so Spider Man <laughs> goes down to Mary Jane. He was like Mysterio, I'm gonna get you for uh brainwashing Mary Jane and starting your shitty movie. And then she's like, Peter, stop. I knew the whole time. And first she says Peter in front of him, like it ain't nothing, you know, it like, so I guess Mysterio knows this, whatever he was like. Yeah, I knew Mysterio was in charge of the, uh, the movie set the whole time, but he's a good guy now, you know, uh, and Spider spices goes off again. And that's when so he dies is because Rhino. no, because I guess Sandman, not Rhino, and Spider-Man is trying to get him out the way. And so Mysterio's trying to tell him is way more stuff going on that you don't know about. And that's why I'm trying to help you out. But the devil always gets his due or something like that. That we try to. But Spider-Man doesn't know what he's talking about. So uh, he keeps fighting. And the thing is, uh, Dr. Octopus, last time we saw Dr. Octopus, he was actually a good guy in Spider-Man's clone body. But now he's old and fat again. I don't know. He's, he's OG think. Doc Ock. He's OG Doc Ock again, even though he was a good guy in Peter Parker's body. But whatever, he's here. So Dr. Octopus is beating his ass. He's like, um, this is how I've always been, always will be craven the hunter is getting them um, um spider-man still fighting off everybody while this war is going on and mysterio is like this is the only way to keep you safe and they teleport out of there and that's when he tells them the devil always gets to do so he's trying to hint at him that mephisto's been behind this whole thing It's mephisto all along you know <laughs> and, yeah spider-man's still getting his ass Well, man did i miss the part with uh, king cobra fight anyway i missed the part where king cobra starts beating spider-man's ass spider-man's just like King Gubber, what the hell are you doing here? You're a Captain America villain. You're like, yeah, you're right. So he steps back and lets you know, Rhino beats the shit out of him. So Spider-Man wakes up. Kendrick is there. Kendrick is Harry Osborn reborn as a zombie bad guy, whatever. And he like, this is all your fault, Peter. Blah, 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 does like that. And while that is going on, he knocks him into room and he sees all the dead people he's seen before. He sees MJ. He sees Norman Osborn. spider just goes off. And that's when he sees... The rest of his bad guys, you got Taskmaster, you have Hydro Man, Black Ant, I thought he was dead. Oh, anyway, Wizard, he was just as uh, the Squad Supreme Book. Black Panther slashed his knees and now he's back like there ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> Fuck it, who cares? Uh, There's the, the Doc Ocopus from the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse movie. Oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, the
2: female Doc Ock. yeah.
1: And the rest of these folks, Chance, Chance, uh, from the McFarland Shocker, you know he's gonna be the first to get his ass. Whooped. So basically, Jack- all o Lantern, uh, so all these guys are here, and just so basically every other Spider-Man villain just here to just beat his ass. So just like- so
2: so is this kindred guy? They think it's Harry, but Harry was still in Ravencroft, though. So is it this thing? No, I thought, thing- that was,
1: I, thought that, I thought that was Norman in Ravencroft.
2: No, that's Harry, but I think because they separated kurt from lizard i think that's what happened with uh kindred and harry like they separated
1: oh, oh yeah you know I, more about this spider-man i think, shit than I
2: I think that's what's happening i mean i haven't I, I haven't read this in a while and i yeah i dropped it a while ago so i don't i just jumped on because it was an event. I advantage like, oh cool a bunch of spider-man villains cool
1: yeah like maybe it'd be some easy to jump in but it's like no you got to know this nick spencer shit he's been doing yeah
2: he's yeah
1: like I said, he's wrapping up his story. So basically, we got Doctor Strange and Mephisto basically uh, gambling for Peter Parker's soul. And it looked like they're playing a game of roulette. It was like, okay, I got red, you got black, whoever wins gets the soul. Are you feeling lucky? Boom, begin. So yeah, so yeah, that's what's going on. So honestly, what I I was expecting this to be, Eli, was just a sinister, like Spider-Man bad guy villains fighting Spider-Man bad guy villains but spider-man was going to be barely in it like it ain't about spider-man but this seemed like it's about spider-man and yeah. that's where the confusing part just give me the bad guys just have them beat the shit out of each other so uh i gave he gave his body up to mephisto that sounds so wrong game yeah. <laughs> the midget he was in, uh to, to the say woo? the
2: midget he was in love with who the harry
1: Spider-Man, was, spider-man love was who was in love with the midget what midget who, huh?
2: where's Harry's where's Harry Osborne He's asking uh-huh. who's where's Harry then he says he gave his body up Harry gave his body up for a midget <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is
1: that? Well, okay you you can see what the next message is right now so what what midget I don't know <laughs> Oh man! So we
2: obviously we're, we're obviously we're not wait, a fan wait, of, oh. of Spencer's run on this. So we're, we're we don't not. know what the
1: fuck's going on. You know how you playing a video game you had played in months, and you come back on the like the eighth level and just dumping into <laughs> you, and you don't know what the fuck's going on. That's what this feels like. Nick, <laughs> just throw us in the deep end. And we're gonna do. okay, yeah. Hey, Please let us know what the hell is going on. What midget? Ak. was in love a, a midget, or is Ak the midget? I don't. That'd be cool, you know. Okay, yeah,
2: this <laughs> sounds awesome. If
1: Harry's yeah. in love
2: with Doc Ock, <laughs> right. You know, where's that
1: book? You know? <laughs> was that for Prime Month? What was that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They'd sure do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and got to remember Penguin and Riddler had a thing. Anyway, <laughs> sidetrack. Uh you're up, you're up now. So what do you got?
2: All right. Do you rate this? Do you like it?
1: I was into it until Gabe started talking about midgets and shit, so I'm talking about <laughs> 3.5 out of 5. I was, I guess I was into it, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I guess I'll do Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters number two.
1: Cool. Okay.
2: So um, this takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Um, Boba Fett had Han Solo frozen in carbonite, but then he got it stolen from Crimson Dawn. The crime syndicate we saw in the Solo movie. Um, now, Jabba put a, b- a bounty on him. Um, and then he also put another bounty on Han Solo. And every bounty hunter in the galaxy, every thug in the galaxy is after Han Solo. But Crimson Don got him, and they're going to hold an auction. This big, giant space auction for the highest bidder to claim Solo. And every crime syndicate in the galaxy are at this auction, trying to get him back. Um, and even, uh, you know, Dr. Afra. this is crossing over. The Huts are there. Boba Fett showed up, you know, Han, I mean, uh, Lando and Chewie are there with Leia and all that. Um, the, the auction is going on. Everybody's wheeling and dealing and trying to double crossing. But at the end, Darth Vader shows up and says, Captain Solo belongs to me. Hmm. And I'm like,
1: why? Didn't he just like the whole point was to he don't give a shit what happens to Han Solo?
2: He gave Han Solo the Boba Fett. Like right. he's he the gave one who froze Fett like him. He like he, he didn't froze, even care. <laughs> yeah, he froze he's the one who froze him in carbonite and gave him the boba Fett. Why does he want him back? I don't know. I don't know what the hell. And i are like, well, cause he's trying to get Luke back because Luke or something? I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of dumb. You see what happens when they try to turn Star Wars into this big stupid soap opera, X-Men soap opera? Stupid shit <laughs> like this happens.
1: <laughs> it's all connected.
2: Yeah, I like why why? I don't know. And it was like and that was it. Darth Vader shows up. Solo is mine. And then duh, 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 duh. and then to be continued. I'm like, why does this Vader want him back? Vader had him. Like what? I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, three out of five. <laughs>
1: I, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, damn, I'm up. Okay. Okay, what did he
2: say? Makes? He was in love with a midget in that oh, clone
1: body. Yeah, okay. So Who? he was he was in love. I think he's talking about Doc Ock was in love with a midget. Doc Ock uh,
2: was in love with a oh, midget in that clone body. Yeah, Doc Ock, Ock
1: was in a clone body. He was in Peter Parker's clone body. Okay. So he was in love with a midget in that clone body to save her. Made it, Oh, shit. So Doc Ock made a deal with Mephisto, too, just like Peter Parker made a deal with Mephisto? Man, I'm sick of Mephisto. We want all Mephisto this, so bad. All this devil, devil so shit so is yeah, devil they, shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, did some devil shit. That's Could not verbatim. Be, right. Could it be
1: <laughs> Satan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I, let me get to this book. I, I don't even know why I, I bought this book. I don't even like this book. Anyway, I thought it was going to be better than what it was, but let's see what we got. Uh the book I'm doing next is Infinite Frontier or Infinity Frontier. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Oh,
2: just the Justice League shit.
1: It's kind of Justice league, but not Justice League. Justice League-ish. Justice League ish. No, it's Justice Incarnate. That's what it's called. Okay. Where they kind of show up sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, jump into this book. What do we got here? Um like I said, it's Justice League and, and Infinite Frontier, where basically showing what's going on with the multiverse while the regular books deal with the regular stuff, stuff like that. We'll just jump into it. Uh, and this, the, this, Eli, this is the book where I couldn't remember the name of the, the main chick of the book. But we'll get to it anyway. So anyway, we go to Meanwhile with the Hall of Justice. Like I can always do that. And Earth, da, da,
2: da, na, Oh, that's, that's Transformers. That,
1: that's Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the one from, uh, from uh, what was the name of the show? Super Friends? But they had one. I remember they had one. But anyway, uh, they got a girl, the woman named Chase Clark or Clark Chase or Cameron Chase. Cameron Chase is the name. She shows up at the, the the reception desk saying, I need help. So, of course, everybody points and it's Superman. Superman is just flying over everybody. Like I knew if I said I was in trouble, you'd help me. But while Superman is there, he takes pictures with the kids and stuff like that and then she basically starts you know saying all kind of weird stuff like don't you have a prison under this place and don't you have the phantom zone and all stuff like that so they know each other I guess she's like was in the Bendis book where she tried to rest Lois Lane or whatever and she basically asking them what the hell is because basically the entire world knows about the multiverse now everybody knows about the multiverse and everybody's freaking out and Batman's like what the hell are you doing here are we on the investigation you know she's like nah not unless you kill me what the hell is going on you know so while she's keep grilling them, asking questions, stuff like that, and, you know, they're just being standoffish, just like they don't want to say anything to her. Uh, all of a sudden they get an alert. It's like, oh, yeah, uh, Aquaman and Hawkgirl dealing with some bullshit on Earth 4. And then while she's asking questions, they just get the fuck out of there. You know, So it's just like, oh, so they act like they want to answer my questions. OK uh so she gets on the phone and she talks to the deo the deo said we need to do some recruiting so that's when she pulls up the phone and sees captain adam who was dead before dark knight meadow and the multiverse shit whatever rest of the book deals with the alternate versions of batman and superman president superman and flashpoint batman so the rest of the story is about them and they're at the house of heroes with the just incarnate And they basically talk about, we need to find out what's going on. So they're talking to Harbinger, who was a big deal in Christ Infinite Earth. Not going to go there. Barry Allen is missing. So we need to find out what happened to Barry Barry Allen. And the last place they found him was in Earth-22. So they're going to track him. Oh, and they find out how he got there because he was in Arkham Asylum. Somebody broke him out, shipped him to another planet, whatever. That's that's what happened to Flash from Batman. Remember, he was on the regular Earth also fighting Bruce, you know so they're on earth two they found some ship and he's basically saying i don't want to go back to earth zero i want to see my son again if my son thinks i'm dead cool let it be like that and that's it you know so while they're doing that they uh run into another bad guy and the bad guy they fight is magog you know from uh kingdom come now i don't know if earth 22 is the kingdom come earth I, i i don't know my earths as well as i will as well as i should the grant morrison made a map so i reread that map to make sure what's what uh meanwhile back on this is uh don't care about that shit don't care about that shit don't care about that shit let's get to the end <laughs> uh yeah roy harper is a black land and don't care this was kind of cool okay so captain adam has been recruited to the to the air force and he meets cameron clark and she basically you know asking him quite all kind of questions he was just like look cameron uh camera basically asked him like look you're not the same captain adam i remember remember that all the mission we used to run back in you know bogadishu or you know iran or whatever like that He's like yeah i remember that stuff but i'm retired i'm not the same guy anymore He's like that's funny because i've never met you before so she pulls a gun on you know dc's version of dr manhattan like they're supposed to do some shit you know and he's just like up oh, where well, you caught me and so he like so who are you he was like, look, I don't know what happened to you. I'm from another multiverse Earth. Since I know uh, Captain Adam was dead here, I just hopped over here. But since you found me out, now you caught me. So, and then he just like, uh, now you know my secret. And then he says, you know, my favorite line, Dark Side is, and he opens up his suit and boom, flies a nuke over the uh, the Air Force, and yeah, that's it. So, I don't know why I bought this book. <laughs> Of because
2: Superman was in it on the cover,
1: super, yeah. Superman and Batman were in it, so I thought it was gonna do something hell. Miles, no, got the goddamn man. Why does Mephisto keep screwing with people, man? what Miles
2: the hell Mid- does so? Miles made, is in love with the midget, or is it still? About no, no, God? no,
1: he just made a deal <laughs> with Mephisto, he's not in love with Doc Ock or me. Oh, so they're just trying think. to
2: shove Mephisto down our throats now because of WandaVision.
1: Because so the was, key facts for Mephistos too, he like yeah, he's no, over he's here. There's a council yeah. of Mephistos, remember? <laughs> <laughs> in that in that book we read. But yeah, uh what, what you got?
2: Um what
1: do I got? Um
2: should I do Batman Detective? Sure. Since you do DC, I'll do detective.
1: Sure, because I think I'm DC'd out, but yeah.
2: Yeah, so I'll do detective, uh oops. Shit. Detective ten
1: thirty nine. Okay, get you right there. Please.
2: So this continues the whole murder. Batman and and Huntress are investigating the murder of uh, what's that dude's name? That that mob boss, his daughter. Um, and it turns out it's that guy, vile. The the, the mayor's advisor is uh-huh. this is this uh, uh he's got like this weird. Parasite inside him that turns him into like a a Stragoe. Uh this like weird vampire predator okay, face so, looking
1: thing. So he's a meta human. Okay. Yeah. Now with this reveal um, before then that he had weird. Yeah, powers? this has
2: been revealed before, but now we get sort of an origin of how he got it. The got it as a kid. Um, and he's always had it. And then he basically said, Damn, I like I said, I read this on Tuesday. What the fuck happened? <laughs> um so yeah, Batman and the, the the gangster guy. What's the gangster guy's name again?
1: Uh Anyway, they yeah. they,
2: they fight. They fight and um he, you know, but then um <clears throat> the parasite infects Huntress and Huntress is fighting Batman. And um okay. basically we get an origin of how that vile, his name is Vile, how he got the parasite. Um and he had it, he got it as a kid, and he's had it ever since. And um, basically, he's gonna use it to um, basically get back at the city. You know, oh, he takes okay. out criminals and blames shit on other criminals and stuff. He's so he's got a vendetta against the city. I, it's something like that. Um, yeah, I, I should I should have took another look. It's been almost a week since I read it. Like I said, they these drop on Tuesday. And I've, it's been yeah. So, but that's him, like Strigoi. I in the Strain, the Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan. They wrote that book, The Strain. It got turned into a movie. or I mean, a yeah, TV like Blade, series.
1: Like Blade Two, yeah, like Blade. Yeah, II. they're
2: they're based on the the Reapers from Blade Two. They're like a, 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 an offshoot of vampires. So um, yeah, uh, that's what it reminded me of. But yeah, Um, I remember liking it. I just can't remember the details. So yeah, pretty cool. Four out of five.
1: So, <laughs> cool. All right, uh, next book I'm going to do is and it's my last book. Last book I got, I'm booked out after this Thor number 15. Thor number 15. Okay, Donnie Kate, y'all. I kind of fell off on this book when he did his whole arc there, but it's like a new arc he's doing, so I decided to pick it up. And plus, Captain America's on the cover. Let me see if I can show it to you. Uh, Captain America's on the cover blocking monier are you like what, what oh, what's yeah. going on there yeah so let me see if i can get to that yeah so you got captain america black ammonia so you like captain america versus thor that's got to be so you, you got me hooked like i say you, you say you can't sell a book by a cover you sold a book box cover so let's see what we got here so book goes on and apparently the last arc that we be dealing with uh thor was fighting donald blake i don't really know the whole thing was going on with that but apparently. Thor was trapped somewhere. So now he's back and they're celebrating, you know, how the Viking, how the Asgardians celebrate that throwing chicks at him, stuff like that. He's getting drunk off his ass. The Warrior 3 is there. Loki's there chilling with... Is that an alligator? <laughs> oh, no, it's Frog Thor. It's Frog Thor. Yeah, froggy. Okay, so Frog is there. And Thor is just depressed, just looking why everybody else is just drinking their ass off, stuff like that. And then, you know... Um, the fat one. I can't remember what the fat one's name is. What was his name? Hog, Hogmire, Hogan, something. <laughs> Volstag. That's the name. So, uh, hey, fat fuck. <laughs> what are you saying? Don't. don't and everybody. He basically store yells at him. Everybody else gets quiet. And you know, he just gets up and like he like. Don't worry about me. I'm I'm drunk. You know. So he gets up and leaves, apologizes, and he goes to his room and goes to pick up Milner. But he's struggling to pick up Milner, and he. And apparently Mjolnir attacks him because he yells at him, uh, yells at it, <laughs> you know, and then lands on his chest. Now he's just stuck there on the ground and he can't get up because is stuck on his chest. So then Loki walks in and Thor's like, close that damn door. And he was like, the, the hammer's stuck on my, my chest. I can't move. And Loki's like, you got that drunk? You're like, no, man, I'm, I'm not that drunk. I can't move. So Loki picks up the hammer, picks up Mjolnir <laughs> to get it off Thor's chest and thor is just like don't you tell anybody about this you're like no nah, man i'm just telling you were drunk that's all and like, give me a damn hammer you know as he was like look i got to go to midgard and i'm gonna uh finish this once and for all so thor goes to midgard you know earth and he goes to the avengers and the avengers are fighting i don't honestly i don't even think it matters that they're fighting they're fighting robot monsters or some shit it doesn't matter they're fighting they're actually getting their ass beat and then the Bifrost Bridge blows down here, and Thor is just like Captain Rogers. We need to speak alone in private. And and Cap is just like, yeah, I could, but we're busy right now. Can you come back later on? He's like, oh yeah, my bad. And then Thor actually just lights himself up and just electrocutes every single robot monster that kills everybody. You're still walking. He's like, okay, y- y'all done? Okay, now let's finish talking. And cap's just like yeah i'm glad to see you again he was like uh and you remember because tony stark did that bullshit where he wrote on the hammer stuff like that and and thor's just like don't touch me <laughs> you know he shocks him with lightning stuff like that He was like what the hell and cap's like what the hell and cap starts yelling at him but when he yells at him monia takes offense and attacks cap and that's when you get that scene with, like on the cover when cap you, like brace back and monia just you know attacks him shit like that He was like Thor, what the hell was that he was like my bad Mona is out of control, just attacking people for no reason. That's why I told you we need to talk. So let's go somewhere and just, you know, away from the other Avengers, just you and me, just talk. You're like, okay, cool. So they go Avengers Mountain or some shit, and you see Thor is just throwing them back, just throwing back pints of ale back and forth. Well, Cap's like, man, why you? You're just a drunk ass, you know. And basically, Thor asks him, Cap, when was the last time you and I, uh? You know, had a battle together. Like, when was the last time we, we fought together as Avengers? You're like, I don't understand the question. you like, just 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 name it. He was like, No, uh, the time we was in the Phoenix tournament. You what are you talking about, Cap? I mean, what are you talking about, Thor? And Thor is basically tells him, Yeah, that no shit and the Phoenix Force shit. I don't remember any of it. I never remember any of the battles I fight. You're like, What? The reason I remember the battles I fight is because the way I perceive time is that everything just moves so fast by me because I'm an immortal. So asking me the last time I was in a fight is like asking you what you had for uh, for breakfast last year. You don't remember the same way I don't remember it. So yeah, I had a fight with Noel, whoever the hell Noel is, I don't even really care. You know, and basically that's the thing that's going on right now. He said, that's why he's so happy to see the Avengers every time because time moves by so fast. He realized that the Avengers are still here. Then he could see him, but he knows eventually says he's an immortal all i them are gonna be gone cap tony natasha clint all of them he won't see him anymore even even banner probably not banner but yeah so but he realizes that the reason monier is not acting right with him is because monier is the weapon of a soldier but now that thor is king monia no 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 longer responds to him monia has to respond to a warrior so he's just like since i'm no longer asgard's hammer I can't be the hammer no more, and he just slams it down to the ground and leaves it in Avengers Mansion, and just walks away, and that's it. So what happens after that? Yeah, uh, he fights Odin. Him and Odin are gonna get in a bar fight. That's what's on the <laughs> cover. So yeah, so I'm pretty sure Cap's gonna get Mjolnir now. I think, that's what he, I think that's what he was talking to Cap for. He's trying to give Cap Mjolnir. So I don't know. Okay. Uh, we, we'll we'll see where the story goes from there, but yeah i don't know where i'm gonna rate this it's yeah 35 35 out of five i get 5 out of five It's cool
2: yeah. all right um i guess i'll do okay aliens aftermath number one okay mm. so this is um it's the 35th anniversary of the movie aliens the sequel to the original alien so benjamin percy uh, wrote this story to commemorate the anniversary. Um, basically, we have a group of like eco terrorists, and they're going around blowing up whaling utani uh, factories or you know space facilities. Um, and then they're doing it online. They're like posting YouTube videos on online social media videos, TikTok videos, whatever. In the future of them doing this shit, um, then they happens happen upon Hadley's Hope. Hadley's Hope is the the settlement on LV-426, the one that, that took place in the second Aliens movie. Um, and it turns out one of the guys is Vasquez's nephew, or related to Vasquez. Um, okay. Vasquez was the female soldier. The, the,
1: the book Mexican chick that was played by a Jewish lady. Yo.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she, he's related to her. And this is like 35 years later after the events of the movie they get down on there. It's the place, you know, you know, we all know Ripley blew up the facility and basically turned the place into like a nuclear winter. It's just winter, um, snow, fall, everything. It's a frost planet. Um, it's basically hot. And they, they find the facility, they find, uh, the, the, you know, the, the village, the rubble of the village they're, they're searching and, um, they find, uh, they find a guy in cryo sleep and then all of a sudden this weird, like, is it nitrogen or some kind of nuclear alien glowing alien and start attacking everybody, you know? So that thing's running around killing everybody. Um, and it's got like, like can freeze them or whatever. Yeah. So instead of, uh, instead of like, you know, the ass, like she shoots it, you know she shoots it and then the acid like sprays on her the blood mm-hmm. but it freezes it free instead of it burning it freezes her hand and like it shatters and shit yeah so it's like some kind i think nitrogen is that what free like liquid nitrogen or something like you know i don't know it's nuclear basically i, I think that they're saying because it's, the place was blown up by the nuke that it turned the place radioactive and now the alien hive turned radioactive and now we have radioactive glowing aliens um, but anyways, the dude finds, uh, uh, somebody sleeping in cry, a cryo chamber. And then, um, you know, Waylon Yutani contact him like, Hey, we know you're the one who's been blowing up our shit and we know you're on that planet. We've been tracking you the whole fucking time. We got a proposition for you. If you bring that body back, we'll wipe your record clean and we'll pay you a bunch of money.
1: <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> but then a fucking uh you know so but then he opens up the fucking cryo chamber and then of course a chest burster comes out and to be continued so i don't know it was pretty cool i thought um not sure about the radioactive alien but um you know it was still pretty fun nice homages yeah, so, to the something old movie.
1: new yeah,
2: something yeah new, so. um i thought it was i actually I kind of enjoyed it, you know. I, I enjoyed the storyline. I enjoyed the references to the old movies, and and yeah, um, Whalen Utani is the basically the villain of this of the series. So, um, yeah, so cool. I'll give it a four out of five. I like it, I like this a lot better than the other the, the the other book, the other Alien book they got going on.
1: So, okay, so it's not the same book. Is they got two no, different ones going yeah, on? Yeah, it's aftermath. You know,
2: so it's another storyline. Gotcha.
1: So, okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was like a event story to that story. What, okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, that it? You are you done?
1: I'm I'm done. Yeah. What? Oh. Have you got any more left?
2: Yeah. I well, last one I'll do is Cold War or Cold Dead War. Cold Dead three.
1: War. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So this is by Heavy Metal Comics. This is written by George Romero's son, George C. Romero, and this is a basically it, about. It, is he
1: a is he a comic writer?
2: Uh, I guess he's doing this, and this is basically about now in the movie Heavy Metal, you know. Um, there's a segment called the B-17 segment, which is about like a World War II plane that crashes on this on this island, and there's a bunch of s- zombie soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of the coolest segments of that movie, um, and this basically expands on that. These soldiers um, basically work for the government, and they're they're taking out Nazis. Uh, they this is this takes place I think in the fifties and the government comes and tells these Nazi soldiers to take out, um, no, these zombie soldiers. Sorry, and they're American. They're American zombie soldiers. They're just undead, they're zombies. And they gotta go to Argentina to take out um, Nazi soldiers that have been hiding in South America since World War II ended. And and these Nazis have been making their own soldiers, or monster soldiers. And that's basically what this is. It's monster soldiers fighting Nazi zombie soldiers, and it's it's pretty cool. It's it's a lot of fun. It's like you can see it's you know it's heavy metal, so they they push the gore and the violence and shit. You see all you know all that delicious gory fun. You uh-huh. know lots of plenty of action, plenty of blood and shit. Um, and yeah, that's all it is. It, it's it's campy, stupid, gory fun. Uh, I'm digging it. Four out of five. So, cool.
1: Okay um shoot anything else you got i'm
2: i'm booked
0: out
1: okay cool yeah if you're listening this long if like to subscribe sorry i don't know what's going on with Facebook nobody's seen us on facebook we got blocked <laughs> i saw what was going on yeah G-
2: gomer yeah the, this geeks and comics got blocked too so I have no idea because I saw the link and then i yeah. clicked on it it said video or stream unavailable or whatever so i don't know what's going on
1: yeah, i don't know if they post anything i'll talk to gum later on kind of compare notes see what happens but on other platforms as of now we're good we probably will get blocked on youtube later on but until then <laughs> have <laughs> fun with this episode now so yeah i don't know what's coming down the pipe next week we got no marvel stuff we got no theater stuff we got no netflix fear street stuff i'm pretty sure yeah. something will pop up somebody will do something crazy and we will talk about something so.
2: i have to review a, a, a bad batch episode <laughs>
1: might as well yeah (laughs) yeah disney plus they have everything going on they better bring something before i cancel my subscription so yeah um yeah when
2: is what if is that in august or when is what if what if is next right honestly i don't
1: even care even though they're trying to make it seem like loki makes this canon it's not making everything (laughs) canon makes nothing canon they learn nothing from dc so yeah
2: (laughs) yeah what if books were just fun stupid shit
1: you know. Yeah, nobody cared. <laughs> until it was an idea like, what if Thor was a woman? They were like, some asshole was like, hmm, let's make that a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli.
0: I'm not even going for it. Or just having a friend couldn't be no crime because i have friends and that's a fact like agnes agatha jermaine and jack forget about that let's go into the story about our girl named blah 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 that adore me so we started talking getting familiar spending a lot of time so we can build a relationship or some understanding how it's going to be in the future we Sounded so dandy and sweet I had no idea I was in for a treat After this was established, everything was cool The tour was over and she went back to school I called every day to see how she was doing Every time that I call her, it seemed something was brewing I called a rumor, got picked up, and then I called her again I said, yo, who is that? Oh, he's just a fool She was there The first semester of the school year I went to a gate to ask where was a dorm This guy made me fill out a visitor's form He told me where it was and I was on my way To see my baby doll I was happy to say I arrived in front of the dormitory Yo could you tell me where is door 3 They showed me where it was for the moment I didn't know I was not for such an event So I came to a room and opened the door what I saw I felt a tongue kissing my girl in the mouth I was so ensigned My heart went down south So please listen To the message that I send. Don't ever talk to a girl Who says she just has a friend Has a friend, has a friend.